Hello. Good evening. Good Welcome. Evening. Ladies Talk Podcast, another episode. Welcome. We yes. are excited that you are joining us tonight. That's right, y'all. We got a big conversation. So, Ooh. warning, warning, <laughs> warning. Dit, dit, dit. There will be vulnerability tonight. We really going to be open. We got a, some hard conversations. We just going to kind of process through yes. tonight. And hopefully as we process through some things, um, you guys can receive healing as we yes. receive healing. And, yes. you know, heal with us. That's right. Grow yes. through it. We'll continue to go through it. That's right. And our we want to grow through it. That's our whole point in this podcast is continuing to grow and help take off the limits that uh, we continue to put on ourselves and that the world tries to put on us yes so and paul says um opening wide our hearts and holding nothing back oh yeah that's what being vulnerable is according to the bible according to paul absolutely so we're gonna dig into some deep places today vulnerability some uh transparency some growth in us all but we do want to give out our vision statement yes um we are here to encourage you through the good be it through, through the, the bad. bad. <laughs> Every time. Oh, I don't know why. And be, is it is it be with you? To through? encourage you through the good. No, to be there through the good. No. Okay, y'all, we're going to get it in a minute. Y'all, I'm serious. And I'm just, I don't edit this out because I think it's funny. You it know, y'all is, just got to know is. this is raw. It's like, a learning curve for us, and I don't know why we're stuck on this. We always get the words mixed and up. And that is more reason to show you this is really our vision. <laughs> for real. The good, the bad, the ugly. We want to we be there for you through the good. We want to walk with you through the bad, and we want to encourage you through the ugly. That's yes, right. So, that's it right there. Okay. I'm like, look, see, so I was really praise trying to God. Up. That's what we're about. And, absolutely. And it's just funny that we have a hard time remembering. Yeah, absolutely. We know what we want to do. Just, just putting it in the right words. Yeah, right. Yeah, sometimes it's a little harder. Right. So. Absolutely. But um, so um, all right. So we're gonna dive right in. So um. Let's talk about the topic. Like, Lisa, what's on your heart today? So, mine is relationships, not just a personal relationship with a husband or wife, but also my dad, my mom, my yes. brothers and sisters, well, my brother and sisters, It's and my nieces, how many different relationships and how many roles we have in relationships and how hard it is to continue to grow through them. Ooh, yes. Me. Do you want to elaborate on any of that? So, uh, me and my dad had a rocky childhood. Uh, he was in and out of prison my whole life, and... I went through addiction myself. I went to jail, and now here I am, seven years forward. And how I broke those chains, how I'm Amen. a recovering addict, how yes. I'm no longer into the criminal lifestyle, how I continue to choose to grow in a different ways to restore relationships, to forgive, and to be able to have those hard conversations with everyone. Uh, so we had that rocky past. My dad's got a lot of health issues going on, and I have I can't remember the last time with the holidays coming in. So it brings back all the relationships that we have, especially this year. We've had a lot of deaths this year, yeah. yes. and my dad's had a lot of health scares. My mom's had some health scares. So just to restore those relationships because they're not going to be around forever. And right. so he was going to come down here for Christmas, and this would be the first Christmas that we've had a long time with him actually being with all of us and our kids. Yeah, and now. My dad, he had a he was big in the world in the streets whenever I was younger. So to the him, that was a glorious life. To me, I was a ch- a broken child. I was crying over my father. Where was he at? Right. And that has hindered a lot of my relationships today, especially parenting, especially my significant other. Yeah. So now today, my dad and me are continuing to 
restore that relationship and it's a daily struggle because I have to continue to forgive him every day. Ooh, he yeah, that's powerful. likes that glorified lifestyle of who he was in the past and that's not who he is today and that's not who I want my kids to remember him as. Right. So I want to continue to move past the past and show him a different life. Like let's enjoy these lives that we have, these years that we have left. You're getting older. Your health is declining. And I know you're not going to be around forever. And I want my kids to know who you are. I want them to see the good that you were whenever you were a dad. Yeah. Yes. You know, if we're going to brag about our past, it should be not us bragging, but it should be us sharing in testimony to give God the glory. Mm -hmm. Not to keep telling people, hey, look who I was. Look, this is what I did. Oh, I could do all this. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's just the enemy trying to interfere with your walk. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know. And that's very selfish and very prideful. Mm-hmm. So that has to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I, I think, too, just when you see somebody taking pride in a moment in their mm-hmm. life that actually hurt you and caused you pain. Yes. It's yes. a sore subject. It's like yes. it's like they're rubbing salt in the wound yeah. like that. Yes. That hurts my heart like that. You are so happy about it. And that truly brought me pain and then that's where it brings in perspective like you don't know everybody's perspective of situations he didn't see that he was hurting all of hurting me and he didn't he thought he was doing something good because he wasn't coming around whenever he was out there in that world yeah okay have you ever shared with him i mean i know you've talked to him have you ever shared specifically he hurt you and how he hurt you and what you felt the loss was in your life have you ever had those vulnerable conversations with him i don't think i've really put down specific instances Mm -hmm. of it like this is where i feel like you hurt me the most or this time this memory that i have is where you hurt me the most i think he does it to me he brings up where i've hurt him and replays that scenario over and over i'm like here we are like seven years later like i was a teenager when that happened and i was a kid so Mm -hmm. you can't hold that against me right and it's just, it reminds me of a lot of people that could be, that was in our family. Mm, yes. Yeah. And yeah. So, so it's like a generational. Holding on to that. Yes. yes. And so this is where I say, find your voice. Mm-hmm. Find your voice. And share those moments with him. Be vulnerable with him and let him see that that past hurts you. Because maybe he doesn't get what it does. Somebody's calling you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, maybe he doesn't understand the hurt that you truly carry because you haven't specifically put it in a picture form where he can actually say, oh my gosh, this is where. And I don't think I've actually done it to him. Right. But I've done it when I went through a step study. So right. I've let all that yeah. go. But then him coming back, and but that's again his perspective. He doesn't know mm-hmm. that's where he hurt me. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. He has a right to know. So maybe that will change. If you don't tell him, you can't assume right. that he knows. Mm-hmm. You know, there's we can't assume that people know. Because in his right. perspective, you hurt him, but he didn't hurt you that way. Right. Because you haven't told him. So. Yeah, and I I think there's there's two sides to this, too. And two, yes, two sides of, like, how powerful it is. You know, one, um, you know, if you tell him... You know, when he receives it, that's great. But if he tell if you tell him and he doesn't receive it, well, then you still have to take ownership of your healing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the hardest things to do is to take ownership of your healing 
regardless of their response and we have to understand that like healing is our responsibility and the condition of our heart is our responsibility so sometimes those conversations are necessary just if you're trying to restore the relationship and trying to fix it to move forward um but sometimes they're not necessary because if you like trying to close the door on something you know okay if i'm trying to close the door on something then this is more for my healing than it is for like a mutual relationship you know Um, I think that it's crazy how much we allow these things to control us and maybe sometimes subconsciously, but like, think about the type of relationships you wouldn't enter into because, oh, well, this is how it was with my dad. So now, you know, I don't even want anything to do with that, you know, or like, um, I just feel like certain people you wouldn't interact with or just limits that we put on ourselves. You know, yes. I'm not going to put myself out there like that because this is how this went down when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like right. in a, in the roots of those things, a lot of it having to do with the way people treated us mm-hmm. or. Right. right. And I think too, like the way now that I'm growing into somebody, a different woman, it, I don't, I am trying to find my voice. I am saying things that hurt me. I am pointing out, hey, look, this is not how I wanted it. This is not how I expected it to go. Or this is offending me. Mm -hmm. And like with my children, I make mistakes. I'm sorry. Like I don't have it all together all the time, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying. Yeah. Right. And and that's growth on your part. But um, what if it could uh, better your relationship? Or if he actually was sorry for that memory that he created for you. Mm-hmm. But he can't be sorry for the specific if he don't know the specific right. hurts. Yeah. You know, so in general, he's, I've said I'm sorry and here I am trying to change my life. But what is he sorry for? Right. Mm-hmm. What specifically is he sorry for? Does he know? Or is it just the general picture? Because sometimes you have to get down and do the hard, dirty work. Mm-hmm. And it hurts and it's hard it and does. it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't always go how we want it to go. Right. But that's where you just trust God. And let God lead you in it mm-hmm. and pray about it and see what he tells you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can say this all day, but if it's not something God's te- dealing with you on, then okay. But I know that it, you, it does keep coming up and you do, it does keep hurting you. Mm-hmm. And so maybe let God show you a way that it can be different. Right. So um, he doesn't tell us life isn't going to be hard. Mm-hmm. We've all had to do the hard work. Yeah. You know, I've been beating myself up all day. <laughs> We're talking about relationships, but this is work relationships. This is people that... I am learning how to be uh, nice to and just love them where they're at, like Jesus. And, and I say all this good stuff, but today I'm just like, where is that person? Cause, <laughs> because of what one person did, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> so I took this, um, I, uh, where did it start? Where did it start? Um, you were driving uh, back to the job. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I was driving back to the job and I missed the turn. And I had like 11, 12 guys in my van. Okay, and I missed the turn that would take us quicker. And this highway was super busy, so I knew I wasn't going that way. And in, I missed the turn that would take us quicker. So I took the route that took us probably 10, 12 miles out of the way, but it still got us there. Mm-hmm. So um, I apologized. I said, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, I missed the turn, but we're going to go this way because it's still going to get us there. just going to take us a few minutes longer, you know. But I'm sorry. Um, I apologize for that. And one of the guys in the back said, Girl, we ain't tripping, you know. So I'm like, okay, okay, everybody's good, everything's good, you know. So, um, so I'm 
So I get back and uh, drop her above. Nobody else says anything. So today I have to take this guy to work. And, you know, in order to take people to different areas and different locations, somebody's going to have to get there early. Somebody's going to have to wait outside if their job's not there because that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And so I dropped this particular guy off 40 minutes early because I had to be way out in Broken Arrow with these all these other guys. And so, and the guy, the dispatch told me, Take this specific guy last to Broken Arrow because you're going to a house, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can't do all this and come back and take this guy. He'll be late. So I dropped him off early. Well, he called, and he told on me that I dropped him off early, which, I mean, it, we do it all the time. It's not nothing. They tell us, you got to leave now, you know. So, but uh, when he did that, I thought, actually, I told my dispatch, and he said, oh, I know, he already called me, you know. So then... I'm, I'm like, well, he didn't even say nothing to me. And then I started getting in my head thinking, then I started getting offended. Mm-hmm. You know, the more I thought about it, the more offended I was. Right. And then I started thinking, here I am thinking I'm nice. How, um, how much of an ego do I have that I'm thinking I'm being nice to all these people and doing all this? And why don't they like me? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, if Jesus walked on this earth... Mm-hmm. And they did all the things they did to him. Yeah. And he still loved them. Who am I to think, who is this guy that he doesn't like me, you know? Right. I mean. <laughs> so why do I worry so much about yes, him like that? that was the question I asked. That power you give I said, up. And yes. you're like, what? This, I this said, is a man that you're just taking to work. It ain't yes. like, you know. It, and he done told on me and forgot about it. And all day long yeah. I'm telling Christian, and this. And then this. Yeah. And then, well, and then in, this. And, and the part that you didn't tell is that when you called and they said, oh, he already told on you, uh, is that he, they said he was upset the night before, too. Oh, yes. And, <laughs> well, he was upset that you missed that exit and yes. he had went in there and told. Yeah, he called both those things. And, and you thought you were fine yeah. and everybody was good. And I she's like. everybody up. Nobody had to wait. And like, the, how you dare know. him tell on me? Like, what? <laughs> And, and she then, was just all day. In my mind, I'm thinking, he was the last one I picked up. So he had the least amount of time in the van. Right. Yeah. And all the other guys were fine. Mm-hmm. And this guy. So then I start being offended. <laughs> yeah. So then I start telling Krisha, okay, he's already told on me. He's done, moved on, and forgot about it. So if I'm offended, I said I'm sorry yesterday and I meant it. Mm-hmm. Am I taking that back today because I'm offended that he mm-hmm. told on me? Am I no longer sorry that I did that, you know, yeah. that, that makes you think, I am, I am sorry, I'm not sorry for the choices I made, I'm sorry that, uh, what I, my choices bothered him, yeah. you know, right. yeah. but the enemy turned it around, and it was bothering me all day, Yeah. so, um, when you're building relationships, it's, it's two-sided, mm-hmm. we can't think that, oh, this is what it is, because these other people may be seeing it a whole different way, Isn't that crazy? and, you know, and, uh, it really does make you vulnerable, mm-hmm. because right. you're like, your feelings get hurt. Mm-hmm. You get offended. Mm-hmm. I said I was sorry. Who were you? Yeah, oh yes, yes. What did I do wrong? Second yeah. guessing. Second guessing. Uh, Keyword there. Second yeah. guessing is so huge. And you, you were talking earlier about it, how this need for people pleasing, and it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's interesting because in both these stories that you guys are talking about, you with your dad and you with this guy. You know, there's always that sense of people pleasing. You yes. want to be validated or to be yes, accepted sir. or to have yes. some type of, yes. yeah, like that you understand what I'm saying or that, you know, anything like that. And, and we just strive for that. And mm-hmm. it, it bothers us when we don't get it. You know, it and it, it's, it's so interesting <laughs> how much of that stuff subconsciously controls our actions, oh, you yeah. know, and just how we move and how we operate, you know, how. 
you parent your kids can be based off of something how your parents did you when you were a kid you know or something that you did or didn't let go of you know or or friendships you know the way you are extra close with friends or aren't extra close with friends could be based off of you know friendships you know um So I'll tell my story. So for me, because it's so funny that we picked this topic because we all have (laughs) these things that are just agging at us now. And right now, especially because I just finished this fast, I have it in the top of my head. Like, okay, Lord, I know I have to talk to you about this, but I don't want to because I'm hurt about, Mm -hmm. you know, this relationship. You know, I grew up with three older brothers. You know, I'm not really like a girly girl. I do have a lot more women friends now because there's a lot of women around me that want to grow and mm-hmm. um, that's the type of village I've had. But um, I've never, I didn't grow up with sisters, you know, yes. and so um, I just had some uh, women get really, really close to me and then uh, one of them cut me off and I just like, my feelings are hurt, you know, because I felt like I opened up and I was there for her and I did everything I yes. could to um, encourage and, you know, I felt like I didn't try to overstep or anything like that and so in that relationship I couldn't understand what I did wrong and so for since that's happened like I have completely like shut down to that relationship but like as far as like I'll be sitting there thinking like oh man if I see that person like I'm not even gonna say anything like you know just like I'm just gonna act like they don't exist yeah you know like and just but but it's just it's picking at me it's picking at me and it's I hate it too because in the at the bottom of that I deeply care about this person yeah. you know but yes. when you're hurt you're like I don't care about that you know <laughs> this is just irritating yes. so understanding like man that that whole forgiveness aspect and, and the, the power that you give to somebody you know somebody's choices um, are are their choices no matter whether uh, you feel like you're responsible for them or not you're not somebody's actions are their own actions and so many times we take on like we're responsible for what they've done mm-hmm. and we carry that like right. it was our fault that they did that yeah. or I would have done this and they yes. would have done that right. yeah. yes. I would have yeah. done this for them and they it's the people have pleasing yes. what, what could I have done in their eyes that would have made this situation different but it might not have been anything mm-hmm. Absolutely, the person has their own issues they're dealing with and you could have been the best person I could have been the best driver the best everything and somebody on a bad day just <laughs> it ain't you know, nothing I do. That's yeah, right. That's right. That turn, and he was a little bit later in that, or a little yeah. bit longer yes. in that van. Yeah, right? yeah. And I mean, think about it. How like okay, how in your life, how self focused we are sometimes, and you know, we could be having a bad day and come off the wrong way to somebody, and we don't even think about what the other person's going through, you know, because we're just stuck in our head. And if that's our mentalities, you know, it's so yes. interesting how we think that everybody else is doing things because we caused it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. it ain't even, like, everyone is just focused on themselves, Everybody's you know, broken. in that, yeah. Everybody has their own issues. Yeah, and yeah. Some people handle them different, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. And we deal with a lot of homeless and a lot of uh, people that haven't worked or been Lots in prison or mental and drug addictions that they've overcome and are just trying to figure out how to get back into life. Yeah. Right? So try to have grace. But I think what really got to me was we did these surveys yesterday <laughs> about what you think about people and what the job can do better and all this stuff. So I think that might be the underlying cause of Great. Now, who else is going to say something <laughs> that I'm not doing right when I thought I was doing good, money. you know? But then, how much of an ego do I have to think that? That's so you know? true. Really. So, I think, so, because I, I think sometimes maybe we don't understand, like, spiritually, 
how how this these things can cause like a weakness within us and it's a weakness because it's a bondage and maybe we don't always look at it like that but um i was reading let me um pull it up here um and this is just this is what came to my mind when we were talking about this but in acts 12 verse 6 to 7 um peter was about to go on trial and it's the night before herod was going to bring him a trial and while peter was sleeping between two soldiers uh he was bound with two chains and sentries stood guard at the entrance and it says suddenly an angel of the lord appeared and a light shone in the cell and he struck peter on the side and woke him up he said quick get up he said and the chains fell off peter's wrist and when we were talking about this subject earlier and i was praying i literally felt like god god is really wanting us to have those quick get up moments where we let them chains fall off of us like how long are we gonna sit there and let these things of unforgiveness and these little petty things like itch and itch and itch listen at the end of the day that's why he keeps continuing to have it at back yes yes he's like heal heal it's time to heal yeah you know and sometimes we get so comfortable or or i think sometimes maybe we're uncomfortable in freedom because we don't know how to be free yes Yes. we don't know how to not always be worried about something we're so used to having it yeah we're so used to having that heaviness Mm -hmm. that when that heaviness is gone it's like What's going to happen Oh, what's going on? What, you know? You know, there there are some people I was talking to a friend about and paying attention to them. And I'm like, they just constantly always have something to worry about or to fixate on or to, and I'm like, gosh, that's exhausting. Like, but truly, like sometimes people get so addicted to drama or so addicted to always having to be worried about something. Can you imagine if you got free from those things or if you got free from people pleasing or free from carrying around the unforgiveness where you can walk around healed and whole? You're constantly looking over your back, constantly worried. Like, am I going to get pulled over? Am I going to get in trouble for this? How am I going to get to this next point? How am I going to get this next sack? You're constantly looking over your back. Right. Is somebody going to steal my clothes? Is somebody going to steal what I have left? Right. Yeah. So uh, we that, see that every day. being broken is yeah. like, yes. it's a breath of fresh air. Like, yes. oh, I don't have to carry that baggage anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, and I've got to face this guy tomorrow. So how am I going to act tomorrow? I have to take him to his job tomorrow. Right, right. So, you know, I have to really pray and rethink God give me the direction and what I should say or do or just not saying that. What should I do? Right. I have to really pray about that tonight because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to go on like this. Right. right. You know, and if I don't make him happy, as long as God is pleased, that's what I'm going for. So I'll right. be praying for that. But just to uh, have to be vulnerable enough to say, man, I sucked at work yesterday because somebody told me. I, I mean, you know, just to, just yeah. to admit Mm-hmm. You know, because my goal is to really love on these people and yeah, tell these right. people about God and build these relationships. And I've been doing that. Right. And then here comes this little blot. Mm-hmm. It's going to blot my picture up. And right. I'm like, you just right. put an ink blot on my beautiful picture. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but to be vulnerable enough to share that, that, yeah, I'm broken too. Right. I'm not perfect too. You know, mm-hmm. right. Um, the choices I make aren't always going to please everybody. Mm-hmm. And who knows what God saved you from for missing that turn. That's you know right. That's right. And exactly. Because he dropped yes. off that 40 minutes That's early. right. That's Amen. so true. Amen. How else so, was he going to yeah. get there? There's yeah. a bigger picture than what mm-hmm. our little minds can see. Yeah. You know? There's absolutely. a big, beautiful God up there that's watching over us in, in everything we do. So Right. Um, but this took my focus off of God a lot today mm-hmm. until I started talking out loud with Christian. Mm-hmm. Then I started looking up scripture and like, okay, and this and when I'm offended and this and that. And uh, one of the scriptures that I came up with was about being vulnerable. And uh, it said, 
My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, you, God, will not despise. Yeah. You know, so just being vulnerable, whether it's with y'all or even in front of those people. Mm -hmm. Letting them know, I'm not perfect. Right. You know, and of course, I thought I was doing that, telling them I'm sorry. But obviously, if I've dealt on on this all day, (laughs) something there's disconnected, you know. So so I've just got to pray about it and let God show me. Right. And the whole part of um, being... um, the whole part of being, um, um, you know, the weakness I was talking about, it's, it's anything that does keep you from God. It's anything that does keep you from that space where you're drawing closer to him or where you're dwelling so much on the things that you're dealing with in the flesh that you're not connecting with him in that spiritual place, you know? And so, uh, when we look at relationships and we're focusing on things like that, you know, um, that's how we can, that's how we can evaluate those weak places like, uh, you know, anything that keeps you from his presence or anything that keeps you from drawing closer mm-hmm. to him, anything that keeps your mind off of him and more self-focused. Those mm-hmm. are the things in relationships that cause like weaknesses, yes. cause bondages in our spirits. Yes. And so we have to evaluate, OK, what relationships around me cause me to have those spiritual weaknesses? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and how can I you know, get what that back. Do do better? Yeah. How mm-hmm. can, how can I get free from that? And I mean, even going so far as to actually take God at his word and allow him mm. to, to free you from those things. Yes. Some, some things we cannot do on our own. Some right. things it literally takes, like we talked about last week, surrender, like, yeah. you know, that Lord, I can't control it. I can't fix it. I can't, you know, change them. I, you know, all I can do is surrender yes. and allow, you know, God to work it out. Mm-hmm. And CR, they have the serenity prayer. At, mm-hmm. What is it? Tell me to change the things uh, I yes. cannot. No, I just drew a big old blank. I, mean, I don't <laughs> you know, know what it's saying all the time. Of that because I hear it. I hear it. Dang it. <laughs> uh, let me, me come and back help to me. me to know the difference. And, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Something but. Oh my goodness, it's just like completely... <laughs> it's it's alright. I think this whole topic is kind of hard to talk about. So, because right. I'm kind of humming and hawing and spitting through it. Because being vulnerable is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, sharing with who knows who all is listening that this is going on. But it's part of the healing. Mm-hmm. It's part of the it process. Is. It's part of knowing that you're broken and that you need to call on God. And not only that, but when I pray... My prayer is going to be for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I don't know what's in his life. Maybe that's what God wanted you is to pray for yes. him. So that's yes. what made. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why I keep so, getting my dad. Yeah. Right. Yes. Pray for him. But it took all this. We take the hard ways. And <laughs> yeah. you, you know, the Bible, it says to pray for your enemies. Pray yes. for those who, who curse you and who spitefully use you. The Bible specifically yes, says to pray for those people. Yes, and that. Does. Um, that by doing that, you'll reap uh, coals of fire on their head. Mm, and yeah. so, I mean, when you when you think about that, I mean, not saying, you know, like that there are enemies and stuff, but people who do hurt you and people who do walk through that, you know, you do have to have that moment where you're like, okay, I'm going to pray for them. You know what? I just, while we're talking, um, I don't know if I, I shared this on the podcast before or whatever, but, you know, I have an aunt who I couldn't stand and... Um, I mean, she was very big into the addiction life and I mean, I I remembered it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what is it? Go ahead. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Okay. Living one moment at a time, except wait, 
Okay, no, that's, that's all I got for right now. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's the part I. But that no, I, that's that's that so I hear true. All the time. Yeah. That's so true. Absolutely. So, um, but my aunt, anyway, she would be like the type people. People would come over, and I'm like, "Don't put your stuff down. Hide your purse. Like she's gonna steal it. Right. Like whatever." And I had no, no, I had no filter about the disrespect I had towards her, the the disdain I felt towards her. I just felt like she was an evil person, and I had seen a lot of things. And so, anyways, um, you know, there was one time God just told me in my prayer. Uh, just out of nowhere to start praying for her. And I was like, Ugh, like, Lord, I do not want to pray for right. this woman. Like, Lord. But anyways, I did. I spent almost a year praying for her and didn't tell anybody, didn't talk about it, didn't say anything. And one day I was actually having a really horrible night. I was at my friend's house and my mom called me because she knows how I feel about my aunt. And she goes, she wants your number. Like, can she call you? And I was like, whatever, I guess. Yeah. And so she called me and she goes, uh, she goes, Miha, I was so depressed and I was so low. And she said, I just hit my knees and I cried out to God. And she said, immediately I felt this peace just rush over me. She said, and I saw your face and I knew that you were praying for me. And she said, I want to go to church with you this weekend. Can you come and get me? Mm -hmm. And she started coming to church with us consistently for a while. She became sober. Um, you know, she was doing great and it was so cool to me because in that moment, I feel like God was showing me like his power when we surrender, when we take, no matter how I feel about a situation, like when I can take this and surrender it to God in that prayer time and actually let him do what he's capable of doing like even people who we think are too far gone you know God can turn around and God can pull them back you know what I mean absolutely where they're at that's right and change them yeah thing is impossible with God yeah and then by me praying for her I mean I freed myself of that unforgiveness and that bondage I don't feel that way towards her no more sometimes I feel bad for her because of her struggles you know but I don't feel that hatred in my heart no more I don't feel look at her like oh she's evil you know like I look at her as the human that she is you know she's broken and she's been through so much you know and that's how I see her now and I think had I not spent that time dedicated praying for her i never would have released that to god right he did yes yes he did and you know and now so you know she's coming over hey she's coming over i don't have to let it control my mood or i don't have to you know run around and get everything yeah exactly Mm -hmm. the atmosphere and so i think you know we have to come to that place to just let those bondages go like let them go Mm -hmm. and it starts no matter what work we have to do in the physical, whether it's talking in person or mm-hmm. having those hard conversations, we have to start in our prayer place Yes, where we can surrender it to God. That's funny because that leads me to the question I was going to ask each of us is what is something you can do to start on, on that with you and what is something you can do and what is something I can do to start uh, fixing this relationship, mending it. Of course, mm-hmm. prayer. Of course, mm-hmm. going to God in the spirit. What is one step we can take? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it is prayer because this is absolutely a relationship I have refused to talk to God about because mm-hmm. I just it wasn't ready uh, to have the conversation about the way I'm hurt in or to even process into any of that. So for me, it starts with me talking to God because I have I've I've 
intentionally refused to bring this subject up with him. So right. now that is my first step, you know, and then once I do that, then I'll let him lead me into what the next step is as far as resolving yes. rest- restoration, anything like and that. And mine, and he says, cast all your cares upon him. So obviously this is a care that I have. So I'm going to just trust him and let him lead me and, yeah. I, and I'll start by prayer. And then I'll pray for him to either give me words or to help me keep my mouth shut, mm-hmm. whatever I need to do in that moment. So that's yeah. why I'll cast all my cares on him with that and let him lead the way. Yeah. So, um, but these are things we have to do. We have to take steps to do this. Mm-hmm. But isn't it funny how we, we, uh, we want to give God all this stuff, but you can't have this part. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't have this part right here, God. I'm keeping this. You can't have it. Yeah, Jesus. It's and definitely I mean, a lot that we hold from him. Yeah, we it hold is. back from him. It is. I would agree for sure. Yes. So we are talking about being vulnerable in uh, in relationships and uh, yeah. being broken and um, how to learn to trust and how to learn to mend those relationships again. Yeah. And uh, for those of y'all who need help, need prayers, or or you heard Lisa talking about her CR recovery prayer and um, Krisha talking about some of. Didn't you say something about? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe that was earlier. Today. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, we're gonna give out some resources in a minute, mm-hmm. but we just want y'all to know that that God wants you to lay everything down to yes. Him and trust mm-hmm. Him. Whatever is that one little thing that you don't want to give. You know, there's many a times that I get mad at my husband, poor guy, but he told me, uh-huh. "You use me as a testimony." He gives me permission. He's like, "You use me." If it'll change somebody's life or help somebody, you can use me as a testimony. But I mean, I'll get mad at him, and I well, I won't want to get over it. And I'll run in the bathroom and I'll just sit and I'll oh, I'm so mad at him. And the first thing I do is start talking to God. No, I'm not gonna. Act. No, no, God, I know I'm supposed to pray. I don't want to pray right now. I'm just mad. I just want to be mad for a minute. And I'm fighting that fleshly battle with the spirit, mm-hmm. and it's just. Because I'm my flesh is I'm broken mm-hmm. and I am struggling and as I'm struggling, the spirit's winning. Yes. The spirit's winning mm-hmm. because before I'm not even there two or three minutes and I'm like, okay, God, I know what I got to do. I know I need to pray. God, please forgive me and show me. And then I start praying to God. Mm-hmm. But when I first go in there, I'm mad and I don't want to pray. Mm-hmm. Don't try to tell me God to pray. But the funny thing is. Instead of just going there and being mad and cursing my husband and going on about him, mm-hmm. I go in there and I don't want to talk to God and tell him anything, but I start talking to God right away. Yeah. That's the yeah. spirit. Yeah. That's the spirit. You know, yeah. he's like, I got you. I got right. you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you walk with God, the spirit gets stirred up in you yeah. and he'll lead you. Yeah. yeah. He'll lead you. And it doesn't mean it's not going to be a battle with the flesh. Yeah. But the spirit's going to win. Yeah. I want to <laughs> give um, Lisa a chance to answer about what your next step is yes. or what you feel like your first step needs to be. So it'll definitely, definitely be with prayer. Mm-hmm. And then I have to set my pride aside because I have to actually be vulnerable to him yeah. and tell him where he hurt me and worry about his response because I, I know where he comes from, his background. And so whenever you're being held accountable for your actions and being told this is what you did to hurt me it can cause a lot of uh how do you say it like it can hurt it can cause him to be defensive defensive yes yes. and and we have that a lot in our family from that side of the family where it's very much like 
it can be to that point where it turns into like poor me or we've seen it we've seen it we've seen it with other family members so we kind of can picture Mm -hmm. what it's gonna look like but this is Mm -hmm. where we have to not predict what it's going to look like. We and have just to trust God. Trust God that and He's going to lead you and yeah. He's going to work it. He's yeah. going to work all things out for the good yeah. of those who love Him. Mm-hmm. I so, agree. Yes. I agree. Um, just want you guys to know, listen, we're on this growing journey mm-hmm. and we pray that you're growing with us. Yes. Um, that as we have these conversations and ask the hard questions that you would ask yourself the hard questions too. I mean, what relationships do you feel are bringing weakness to your spiritual mm-hmm. life? Um, what relationships do you feel like um, maybe hinder you from running after God the way that you would or maybe hinder you from um, connecting with him on the level that you want to connect with him Um, man do some self-evaluation you know find out what it is because without that awareness it you can't change it unless you're paying attention to it and sometimes we get really good at lying to ourselves we get really good at like being deceived you know that we just oh we're good you know and right right and and in all reality you know there's some stuff underneath that's just festering and so really want to encourage you guys to continue growing um we will have a giveaway the weekend of christmas We're going to have a gift card yes. giveaway, so continue listening. We love giving Jerry. out prizes. Yes. We'll yes. send out the details on how you can enter the giveaway. That's yes. right, at the Ladies Talk podcast page. And thank you guys so much for your support. We just shared last week, but I think we're in three different countries. And yes. this is our this would yes. be our 30th episode, Woo! I believe. Episode 30. Yes. Look at God. Three Look at zero, God. And we're so grateful for God and that he's allowed us to be consistent with this thing. And um, for all the feedback... We love your feedback. Yes, we do. Continue to share and send us any love. Send us any topics you guys want to hear about or where we can improve our podcast. That's right. If something encourages you, if something brings you the blues, if there's something you want to hear more about or you got questions about, you know, you can email us. We have an email at ladiestalkpodcast3 at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, Ladies Talk Podcast. We're on TikTok, Ladies Talk Podcast. You can find me individually at Cresha Joe. You can find me at Eloisa Gomez. You can find me at Bonnie Rodriguez. And so we're available to you guys. And so um, do you guys want to pray and just end this thing out? Let's go ahead and pray over our viewers or listeners. And then we'll end this thing strong. Lisa, you want to pray? Yeah. Yes. 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 Bless the Lord. (laughs) All right. We're going to pray over you guys and end this thing out. We hope you have a great week this week. And we pray that you're blessed by this episode. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for us to be able to get together and put out this podcast. Lord, I pray that our listeners are just as moved as we are. Lord, I pray for open hearts and open mind during this as session lord i pray that you continue to work on us lord i pray that you continue to mold us to be more like you father god i pray that you just use us to be mighty mighty vessels of your kingdom lord (coughs) i pray that we go out through our week and it's just a good week lord i pray for jobs that for answer prayers for jobs answer prayers for healing lord i pray for restored relationships lord i pray that you just continue to be the big god that we know you can be in jesus name i pray amen 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 love you guys we will see you guys next week on another episode of ladies Ladies talk Talk. oh no